Hi, welcome to This Is Your Book Club podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jamie. Welcome back. Hello, hello. So fun. Today is a fun quiz day. We've and, got a good one today. And I even like thought this in my head, but then thought they won't have a quiz for this. And guess yeah. what? We found one. Yeah, you'll be surprised. But before we tell you what we're doing there, we need a fun fact. Jamie, do but, you have a fun fact? Of course I do. I have a fun fact for our author, Kate Morton, author of Homecoming, which is our Super book. Super excited. For this month. So excited. I actually was looking into it and noticed that it's kind of long. Did you see that? I did not notice that. Because I'm just long. on the waiting list for it. A little long line. <laughs> I'll tell you how long. Like Less. 17 hours? <laughs> Is that what it says? I don't know. I'm asking you. Like I, I just remember thinking, oh, it's longer than, than what I thought. <laughs> I realized it is 17 hours. Oh, 17 and a half. Okay. Well. If you're listening. Note to listeners, start early. Start early. And if you don't, our podcast episode will be there for you when you're done. Because that Absolutely. is the glory of our book club. This is why I knew that it was, I happen to be, I always peruse mm -hmm. the book section at Walmart. Because, you know, why not? Right. Walmart and Target every time. I, I can look at the books. And mm -hmm. they had a copy there. And it was quite fat. You were like, ooh. And I was like, wow, that's, a that's bigger than I thought it would be. Hmm. <laughs> well. Anyway, there we go. Just a little preface. Get started if get you started. haven't gotten started yet. I'll still read it, but get started. Yeah, we didn't do like a reading. I've tried to do a reading schedule, and I didn't do one for this one this month, so I apologize right now. Just you get are going. forgiven. Just, Just start reading. Jump in. Yeah. Okay. So, Miss Kate Morton, um, just to finish up her bio off of Wikipedia, she completed a licentiate. What is that? Which I didn't know what a licentiate was, so I looked it up. And a licentiate is the holder of a certificate of competence to practice a certain profession. Oh. So... Is this like uh, an English thing? It's a very European thing, European it says, thing. Um, in certain universities especially in Europe, a degree between that of a bachelor and a master's or doctor. Oh. So that's wow. a licentiate. It makes it so that she is capable of whatever this licentiate is in. And I will tell you what it's in. Um, a licentiate in speech and in drama from Trinity College, London. Wow. And then a summer Shakespeare course at the Royal Academy of Dramatic Art in London. Later, she earned first-class honors in English literature at the University of Queensland and won a scholarship to complete a master's degree focusing on tragedy and Victorian literature. Wow. I want to know all the different master's degrees in literature you can get. Because I would have never thought, like, in specific to tragedy and Victorian literature. Right. How do they have that many classes? All the different to options. Fill. Yeah. Yeah. During wow, her that's under a lot of talking about that dark topic. Oh, yes. You must really love that. Right? Tragedy in Victorian Tragedy. literature. During her undergraduate studies, she wrote two full-length manuscripts, which are unpublished, before writing The House at Riverton, 
which in parentheses, it says The Shifting Fog. So maybe they've renamed it, which was published in 2006. She's married. She lives with her husband, Davin Patterson, who is a jazz musician and a composer. And they have three children and live in London. That's awesome. Thanks, Kate. Because didn't it originally, she's from Australia, right? Yes. That's what it originally said, but lives currently in London. So, And I, I will say, I London. can think of a couple of books that mention, that tie both countries together. Huh, of hers. In her books, yeah. Hmm. So that makes sense. Yeah. Places she knows. Places she's been, lived. Yeah, so. Very good. But I'm today. I'm excited to start it. Today, yeah. though, we are taking a quiz. Dun, 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 dun. Surprise, surprise. It is our quizzes. quiz week. Yes, it is the year of quizzes. We, Jamie had a great idea that this coming Sunday is Mother's Day. Yes. Here where we live. And Jamie's like, wonder if we could find a quiz about a Mother's Day book. And she found it. And I sure did. This one is called Choose Your Mom's Adventure. I love the homage to choose your own adventure yeah yeah a novel mother's day quiz to help you find the perfect book to gift what better book is there to gift right then i mean what better gift Gift is there to give than a book book? i agree 100 and more than me wanting to give my mother a book i would like to get myself a book yeah sarah and i both decided this quiz will be taken as our gift to ourselves i am a mother I'm a mother. And as much as I appreciate and adore my children, they don't give great gifts. They're not going to give you a book. They're not. And if they do, it's not going to be one that you really wanted. (laughs) They're not taking this quiz. Because same for my kids. I'm not just saying just yours. Right. My kids already gave me my Mother's Day gift. Oh, that's nice. And because they wanted me to be able to enjoy it because we had such a lovely weekend. Oh, Um, that's great. So it's a new three way hammock stand so it's like a triangle of hammocks oh i love that i did sit out in the backyard and read a book this weekend it was such beautiful weather my kids are like oh shoot it's mother's day today and they draw me a picture (laughs) write me a note which i love that is awesome too they're just not very like proactive in their thoughtfulness yeah thinking ahead and Mm -hmm. that is something my husband's very good at planning and thinking ahead that's so it's been sitting under a blanket on our back porch for weeks and they finally were like this is a good weekend we want to give it to you now and i said i'll take it i will take it that's awesome i love that anyway i've enjoyed that so i will buy myself a book to read on mother's day on your hammock on my hammock that's dreamy i'm loving it right there you will buy yourself a book to read Wherever I wherever want you to. choose that day might wherever be my closet where I can shut aren't. the door. There you go, <laughs> perfect, awesome. Right. So this quiz is found on nationalpost.com. Yep, and it was published May sixth of two thousand sixteen. All right, so it's been a little let's while. We'll get see what started. It comes up with also the fun part of this quiz, unlike our other quizzes, is it's a good old fashioned pen and paper. Got to write You're your, answer write your down. answers down. It's True. not a choose and click, and then it automatically goes to the next question. Calculates. Cal- uh, yeah, that mm-hmm. we've been used to. So get out your pen and paper. Here we and go. Let's get started. Okay. First question, Jamie. Mm-hmm. How do you like to spend your time? 
I changed that a little bit yeah. in case you're wondering. Yeah. It says, how does your mom like to spend her time? But because it's us, how do I like to spend my time? A, keeping the family business afloat. No. <laughs> B, making friends with unlikely and sometimes unlikable folks. Hmm. No. <laughs> C, listening sympathetically to other people's problems. Hmm. D, reading up on historical atrocities. Ooh. Hello. <laughs> yes. E, repeating the same damn story over and over again. <laughs> when are you going to uh, learn? That is very specific to your to a mother of an adult, like we, you know, listening to stories over yes, and over again. Seriously, and maybe an elder, like if anyway, I I'm not so, going there. Which one are you going to pick? <laughs> I am picking reading up on historical atrocities. Okay, hands down for me, D. Okay. I I think I'm going to say making friends with unlikely folks. I'm going to like not imagine that they're unlikable. I see this with you because you like to start conversations with strangers in line. Generally, once you do, you find they're not very unlikable. Yeah. Right? Once right. you get to know someone. That is very Okay, you. so I'm going to say B. Okay. Perfect. Next. Question number question. two. What's your mom's type? Or what's our type? Okay. A, a hard worker who's handy in an emergency. B, the type who doesn't ask a lot of questions. C, the kind with a lot of big, deep, unwieldy emotions. A challenge, really. <laughs> D, the charismatic stranger with a mysterious past. She hasn't had much luck with that. Or E, the rich type who might marry one of her many, many daughters. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> well, I don't, wait. What's okay. your mom's type? What's so, your mom's type? The rich type who might marry one, one of, of your oh. many, many daughters. Okay. Oh, I'm confused. That one is too much for my brain. Right. Okay. Or this is the other one that I thought was confusing, which is D that says, the charismatic stranger with a mysterious past. You haven't had much luck with that. Hmm. Right, because we're doing this because this is for ourselves. ourselves. So, what is your type? Um, I don't understand why big, deep, unwieldy emotions is a challenge. Like that sounds nice. I like emotions. Right. I also like a hard worker in an emergency. Handy in an emergency—that's always a good person <laughs> I, to have around. Yeah. Um. I don't really like the past, a dark past. I don't know. This yeah. one's hard because no one describes my husband who is perfect for right, me. Right, right. So I, I would say I your know. husband's a hard worker. He is a hard worker. Okay, is he handy I'll go in with an emergency. Is so handy. My husband would fit into that as well. I am going to go for ooh, B, the type who doesn't ask a lot of questions. <laughs> because then I'm not one who really loves a good, deep conversation. I do. Like, I am. I need him to, I need to have, talk, it out, like talk, talk it, out, it out, talk it out, talk it out. Yeah, I do. And I don't want to. You're like, I'm good, thanks. So it's probably good for me, because my husband is really good at getting me to like, talk but I out. don't like, that is not my ideal Ideal is to have a. What if they just got it without having to yes, talk it out? Please just get it because I don't want to have to put things into words. That's difficult for me. Interesting. So, okay. So, you to be, I'm going to go with because you are right. A hard worker who's handy in an emergency. And the emergency might be my 
like emotional crisis. Right. And he can be handy and in he that too. Handles that well. Yeah. Good. So we'll do that. So okay. I said A. I said B. Okay. On to the next. Okay. What kind of driver are you? A, a slightly disoriented one. B, a speed demon. C, lost in her own thoughts. D, a tentative one, given to bursts of acceleration. <laughs> or E, a very chatty driver. Hmm. Hmm. I... <laughs> I'm going to say I'm a speed D. <laughs> Are you? I have got places to go. You've got a lot of drop-offs and pickups. I'm in a hurry. I am always late. Or yeah. I feel like I'm going to be late, and so I'm trying to hurry so that I so that am you're not. not late. Okay. Which I generally end up not being late. But it's because I'm hurrying. Right. You have a reason to speed. And there's just, I've got to hurry and get you here so that I can hurry and get them there. there. And then right. be home so that I can do dinner. Or whatever, whatever there, else. or pick the other one up, yeah, to take there. So like, I just feel like I'm always You're in go, a hurry. Go. I'm always like, go! Don't you see? You can go, so I can go. Hurry and go! I feel like I am like that all the time. Okay. Don't drive around me. Okay, I'll stay far away <laughs> because no. I would say I am often lost in my own thoughts. Okay. So the other day see. I was driving like to work. I don't drive far to work. Right. It's down the street. It's close. It's so close. Like five minutes. Totally. At the most. And all of a sudden I find myself over by Walgreens, which is the totally opposite direction, as if I'm going for a car wash. That's the direction I go for a car wash. And I'm like, oh, nope, I'm going to work today. Turn around, go to work. I often find myself just driving. Just getting somewhere. And you're like, wait, why am I and here? And then I'm like, wait, wait. What was I doing? Because I was so I'm deep in my Very thought. far away from where so, I intended to go. Yep. So I'm going C, lost in my own thoughts. All right. Okay, next question. What do you sing in the car? Oh. Okay. A, Peter Gabriel's Salisbury Hill. I don't know what that one is. Me neither. B, the zombies, she's not there. C, Simon and Garfunkel's The Sound of Silence. <laughs> D, Michael Jackson's Smooth Criminal. Or E, Van Morrison's Someone Like You. Now, I I feel like this is meant for an older generation. Yes. Um, but putting myself in here, what, are, uh -huh. what would be the closest thing for you? I don't know that I know most of these songs. I know Michael Jackson. I know Michael Jackson and Simon and Garfunkel. Yeah. Like and Sounds I like of Van Morrison, but I don't know. I'm sure if I heard it. Here's a little Van Morrison. Someone like you. But now I'm not recognizing it. Slow. I don't know this one. Uh -uh. Nope. Uh, it's very romantic very, sounding. No, that would not be me. Um, I'm going to look up Salisbury Hill. Okay. Because, you know, why not? We're, this is a podcast. We got. You can listen. Yeah. Oh, I, uh, know I do know this. I just didn't know that. 
It probably says it in there, and I've never even thought about the word. Neither, but it's very happy-go-lucky. Very yeah. long intros on both of these songs. Yeah, it is. Okay, but we know it. We're going to yep. say, okay, yep. I recognize that song. And then She's Not There. That's the only other the one I don't piece. know. This is 100% wow. my parents' generation. <laughs> Uh, I've heard it. Yep. I would not have known. Okay. All right, Jamie. We've had a little snippet of those songs that we didn't know, and we know the others. Mine would be C. I love Simon Garfunkel. The Sound of Silence. The Sound of Silence. Yes. Although, I, could, I could hippie out to Simon and Garfunkel. Any day. Daisy chain in my hair. I love I it. I could vibe with it. Yep. I can see that with you. Um, I don't like Die for Michael Jackson. Yeah. But I like that style of music probably the mm-hmm. best. I don't want to admit I love Michael Jackson and no longer try to love Michael Jackson because of... I hate when an artist you love has made so many bad awful decisions yeah. because i can't I listen to his tired. music yeah without thinking i do change the. It. i normally would change the channel when it comes on the radio like i just but never I been a diehard love it i just but, so i i'm just gonna choose smooth criminal long, because oh, i like those yeah like that, that style era. of music that would be my kind of music more than like this the moody other. someone like you the sound of silence i do like the sound of silence actually yeah and the other ones are just like Eh. A little more pop. Yeah, a little, a little more pop. We're going to go with that. pop. Okay. All right. What do you complain about, <laughs> Jamie? A, I'm still harping on how you quit piano. <laughs> you had real talent. <laughs> this is so true. Every I'm mother to their child. I'm irritated with my two that quit. <laughs> it could have gone somewhere. <laughs> B, um, you never tell her what's going on, so I I never tell you what's going on. C. I don't know how to say these. Like you never anymore. tell when it's her, it's me, right? Yeah. So, you, so your child doesn't ever tell you what's going my on. Child doesn't ever tell me what's going on. C. My child tells me far too much about what's going on. D. That the world is a bad, bad place. (laughs) Or E, it's not so much a complaint as the insinuation that I should really give (laughs) me some grandchildren. (laughs) My children should really give me some grandchildren. This one was hard for me to think outside of it. it Because we have changed it a little for ourselves. It is tricky. So it's really like, do we complain a lot that our kids don't give us grandchildren? I'm not ready for that yet. That's not a complaint I have. Currently. Have I harped on my kids that I want grandchildren? Yes. Eventually. Eventually. But they all say no. But they're None all still very young. Are wanting children. Yeah. Okay. So do you complain that the world is a really bad place? Lately it has felt it does really feel that way a little bit. Yeah. Um, do your children just like tell you too much that you want to plug your ears? One of them. <laughs> <laughs> or do or your children nothing. never tell you enough and you're just dying to know what's going on 
Yes, one of them. Okay. Or are we still just really upset that they quit piano? <laughs> still probably <laughs> just really upset that they quit piano. I that's a, this is a tricky one for me. I feel all of them to a degree. Mm-hmm. I, I personally have not considered grandchildren yet. I assume someone will give me one. I have five kids. You have five kids. I'm going to get it's, one. You'll have ki- grandkids. I only um, have three, and it's not looking so good. I'm not super worried about that currently. But it's not a current worry. No. Okay. Um, I'm going to say, because although I do wish I had a child who played the piano, I feel like they all are involved in something, and mm-hmm. that's good and for that's me. that's okay. Yeah, that's good for me. So I'll c- cross that one out. I... I wish there was something between B and C, like like you're saying. Sometimes I want to know more, and sometimes I don't Just, want to know anything else. You don't want else. to know anything else about video games. Right. But more about what's going on in your head. Yeah. How, how are, are you, you feeling? feeling? How are you? F- yeah. Mentally, how are you doing? So maybe I'll say that. Like, I, I want to know what they're feeling more. What's I don't really know. Feel going what's on really going on. Yes. Not the garbage. Stuff that doesn't matter. Right. A good down-to-earth conversation. Yeah. Okay. Feelings. Feelings. I'm A. You're A. Play that piano. I want you to take up the piano again. You have very talented children. You can can start when you're older, too. You should. It's never too late to go back. You keep reminding them of that. I will. Okay. What kind of bedtime stories did you read to your kids, Sarah? Okay. I like this one. A, ones that start with journeys to a new land. B, ones that things, ones with things that go bump in the night. (laughs) C, ones with lots of voices and lots of adversity. D, ones where villains have to be vanquished. Okay. Or E, ones that guarantee a happily ever after. Um, We can cross out things that go bump in the night because my kids have their own anxieties by themselves. We don't need to add to it <laughs> at all. I read those kind to myself when I was young. You did. Oh, yeah. yeah. My goosebumps. Kids, oh, yeah. You loved Goosebumps. Oh, I loved nope, them. Not me and not my kids. Makes me sad, Jamie. It's a great um, genre. We needed to sleep at night, all of us, <laughs> and we're not good at that. So I didn't necessarily read those to my kids. Um, I didn't really have but anything like it. But it's what you enjoyed. That's what I read, yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say for me... That one that guarantees a happily ever after. Okay. I think because my kids, and especially at nighttime, had anxiety, had a hard time sleeping and were scared once it got dark. Mm -hmm. Um, Funny or happily ever after. Just all the happy thoughts before you go to bed. Yeah, I get that. That was our focus. I think for me, I did like all the books I think that I read to my kids, I think back on. It was like adventure, like they went somewhere different, like a new, like, so I'm going to choose Journeys to a New Land. Perfect. I like it. Okay. Okay. Where should your kids take you on vacation? Hmm. I like this one. Where do you want to go on a vacation, Jamie? A, back to her hometown. Family's important. Hmm. I live in my hometown. I live in my hometown. Yep. B, a remote community where her presence will immediately be registered by locals. 
<laughs> my kids would be like, never. I don't care if she wants to go there or not. We do not want anybody paying attention to us. C, a cottage in Maine. Oh. D, a rainy Irish village. Yes. E, she might expect the English countryside, but try Cincinnati instead. <laughs> no. We're going to trick you. And take you to Cincinnati. Is Cincinnati at all like an English countryside? <laughs> Why did they put those two together? I've never been to Cincinnati. I have never been to Cincinnati. Have I need you, to know. Is there a Have you ever seen the very old movie called Babes in Toyland? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I have the funniest story. Please share. <laughs> when I was little, my mom was like, Jamie, for your birthday party, why don't we do a movie party? Because we could mm. rent a VCR. Because we didn't have VHS. So mm-hmm. we had to rent a VCR to have a movie at our own house. <laughs> wow. Because this was the cool new thing. Yeah. And we'll rent Babes in Toyland. Mm. And I thought she said Babes in Toilet. <laughs> I didn't want to be the one to be like, I don't think that sounds like a good idea. Because I'm really nice and was like, okay. <laughs> Not wanting to watch Babes in Toilet. Why would I want to watch that, Mom? <sighs> I loved Babes in Toyland. Did you it's watch the it? Creepiest, weirdest it's so movie. It's so creepy. I loved. It. I've seen it a gazillion I, times. Same here. So many Rented times. it over and over and over again. Isn't there a song about Cincinnati in that movie? Is there? Yeah, I think there sing is. Sing it, Sarah. Sing it. <laughs> I don't think I could do it. I think if you start singing it, the memory will come back, but I don't know. Okay, just a second. Do you know how many songs say Cincinnati? It's a a city worth singing about, Apparently. Anyway, now I really want to find it. Now I need to go watch Babes. They remade it, but the remake was not not good. You have to have that creepy guy. You have to have the old creepy stuff. This is not at all sounding familiar. <laughs> this is a YouTube video directly from Babes in Toyland. I knew it. Wow. Look at the people in this movie. This is... This does not even look familiar. No. This is before they get crashed and, like, go to the toy land. So that was... Wow. Is that Drew Barrymore? In the back seat, it should be. Just getting- yes, that is. That's yeah. And it's the girl from Wonder Years. And what's his name? I know. I'm looking at him in the front seat, and he looks so familiar, but I can't think of who was. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Big names here, people. Wow. 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 I want to go in back day, and watch back in the 1986. Old... Okay. Anyway, that was okay. 1986, though. I was born in 77. I'm wondering if that's the remake. Because this was like my fifth or sixth birthday party. And you don't even think it was out yet? I don't even think it 
the, I, 86, that. You uh, would have been nine. I would have been too old. So, the, and that doesn't look familiar. Yeah, no, I think there's an old, older version. There's one in 1961. Yeah. That is that the one you is watched? the good old babes in Toyland. Yep. Like the crazy one? Creepy. Yes, it was so creepy. Um, yeah, I don't think I ever want to watch that one. <laughs> but see, I was born in 81. So, so 86 was like the prime. new five-year-old version for you. Right? Prime for me. But me, I'm back there with the good old 1961 version at Keanu my- Reeves, you guys. Oh, that was Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves, Drew Barrymore- and I don't know her oh, name. Yeah. It's very blurry. This 1961 is the one I've seen. That is a memorable picture to me. We I've actually seen that one have too. Have you seen that one? I've seen that one too. That's my version. I think I watched the 1986 version once and was like, no. I love that one. This is not the original. <laughs> Who wants the original when you have that when version? You have that. Okay. I mean, well, Drew Barry- look at all the names I in there. Love- of Drew Barrymore. Anyway. Okay. But what is your choice, Sarah? That's the real hard question. The real thing here is, what vacation do you want your kids to take you on? Well, if I had to choose, I would say C or D. Um, I'm going to say a cottage in Maine. I love all of those East Coast. Can I choose the same as you? Yes, you can. Because that's what I would go for as well. I mean, an Irish village sounds very amazing, but I don't want rainy. Sure. I just I wouldn't mind the rain, but cottage in Maine sounds fantastic. I've never been to either place. I'm going to go with that. Okay, so here's what we do. Yes. We have to add up all of our A's, B's, C's, D's, and E's. Uh Uh-huh. And find out which, which one, one we, we have, have the, the most. most of. Okay, so I have two A's, three B's, one C, one D, and zero E's. <laughs> okay, you, my dear, have one A, one B. Hmm. Three C's. Okay. One D. And one E. Okay. Your clear winner is C. I'm clearly a C. My clear winner is B. Okay. So let's find out. So it gives a book recommendation if you had mostly A's. One if you had mostly B's, C's, D's, E's. You get how it works. Okay. Yes. So yours. Go for it. Tell us your mostly B's. All right. The one that is recommended to me is called Still Mine by Amy Stewart. Hmm. It says, Claire O'Day. No, that's not her real name. Is a woman on the run. Trading an abusive marriage for a patchwork of fleeting jobs in drive-by towns. She's landed, under somewhat forced circumstances, in Blackmore, where the mine has shuttered. The locals talk little and drink lots. And a woman her age has vanished into the mountains. Quickly, Claire finds herself drawn into both community 
and the disappearance. At times, seduced and then shocked by the people she meets and the secrets she uncovers. Meanwhile, Claire's own dark past threatens with increasing menace to catch up, up to her. Claire begins as a maddening puzzle. But her troubled layers reveal themselves as the book unfolds. There's genuine character development to be found here, alongside the swiftly moving plot. And and though Gone Girls are all the rage right now, this book has two of them. Stuart brings intelligence mm. and surprise to her spin on the genre. Interesting. Um, I wonder like, what Goodreads really, says about it and when it came out. A great question. Because I don't believe I've heard of that. Still mine. I'll look it up. Okay. My book for mostly C's is Imagine Me Gone by Adam Hazlitt. For John the British Patriarch, who anchors Hazlitt's fictional family, depression is a monster armed with the tiny invisible dead wielding their tiny spinning scythes cutting at the flesh of the mind. What did I just <laughs> stumble into? He fights long enough to marry and raise three children in America, but when the army finally overwhelms him, the family confronts John's loss in radically different ways. His wife, Margaret, doles out advice and money, neither of which she really has. His daughter, Celia, retreats into hyper-responsibility, Youngest son, Alec, chases sexual connection, and eldest son, Michael, begins to collapse under his many obsessions, which range from unattainable women to social justice to Donna Summer's songs. Chapters shift between these five voices, but it's Michael, even when he's muddy from insomnia and clonopin, who speaks the loudest and is the likeliest to break your heart. His battle with his own monster feels moving and courageous, no less so because it also feels doomed. Hmm, I'm a little bit wow intrigued. Right? Yeah. I looked mine up on Goodreads. Okay. It has quite... An alluring cover, I will say. Yeah. It has 3.37 stars. Okay. Not awful. Not the greatest. Um, intriguing. Um, Imagine Me Gone by Adam Hazlitt has 3.69 stars on Goodreads. Um, I'm intrigued by the cover as well. It came out in 2016. Mine also came out in 2016. 2016. So these were new books for the time of the quiz. Mm-hmm. Um, Yours has quite a few ratings, 18,000 ratings. That's yeah. a decent, it's been yeah. read. Got some awards. I put that on my TBR. Yeah. I'll be reading it and let you know. Anyhow. Well, okay. So here's the thing. I'm going to okay. look around. I might read that. Okay. Let us know if you do. I or checked mine out. I might pick out. a different one on this list. Yeah. Right? You Let's get to. See. It's your Mother's Day gift. That's right. Make sure it's one you really like or want. We shall see. Yep. We'll let you know, listeners. And if you've read any of those or read any of them, let us know what you think. Mm-hmm. And if we should read all of them. Maybe they all should be on the Maybe list. Maybe they're we'll all really see. good. Yeah. I'm excited. Hit and miss sometimes. I but that was a fun quiz. I love the quizzes. Thank you for listening. Let us know what you got or if you've read any of these books. Or if you buy one for your mom. Yeah, I it's love It's a fun that way so to go much. about buying a gift, I think. Kind of helpful. Takes the decision making out of it. Which is always so hard. Yeah. 
I so love I like this actually. It was, it was super really fun. Good. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook. You can email us at this is your book club podcast at gmail.com. Please rate and subscribe. We appreciate that. Thank you to Amphibious Zoo for our music. And we'll see you next time. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jamie. And, and this, this is, is your book club. club.